This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, a new charity in Dunedin is helping to keep elderly and infirm people together with their pets. Pet Guardian Network offers pet care assistance just when it's needed most. Here to tell us more about it is Laura McNeil. Thanks for joining us this morning, Laura. Good to have you with us. Good morning. Laura, tell us what was your inspiration for setting up this service? Um, well, I've been involved with animals for quite some time, um, helping out people through various other charities. And um, I came across a situation where an elderly guy was suddenly admitted to hospital and he had two wee dogs and they were sort of on the, left on their own while he was in hospital. Um, he didn't have any family and friends in Dunedin and um, then I was approached whether I could look after these animals and then it, I suddenly thought it was quite a sad situation. I thought, you know, there must be other people out there that... Um, that don't have anybody, just their pets. So that's where sort of the idea came about. Um, and, you know, the animals don't get out for walks because the owner's not able to get out and walk their dogs and most of them are overweight, that type of thing. So I think um, that's where the idea came from, basically. So in that situation, you stepped up, you helped out, yep. but you thought, well, okay, maybe I'll take this idea a little bit further. Yep. Um, tell us what you've done in terms of setting up the network. Well, I, I talked to the SPCA to see whether they thought there was a need for this in Dunedin. And then I also talked to the likes of the, hosp- uh, the hospital, um, the hospice, various other care organisations, um, like home-based care out in the community, um, to see whether you know the people were struggling to walk their pets, um, whether they thought this, there was a need for this in Dunedin. And fundamentally, yes, that was the answer. Um so we sort of went from there. I talked to um, a lovely lady, Kath, from the School of Physiotherapy and said if she wanted to come on board with me and, and work something out. So we've sort of gone from there and um, we're still very much in the stages of getting set up. Um, we've set up our website, our Facebook page. We're just starting to get out into the community now. Um, we've applied for charities registration um, so unfortunately that takes about six weeks to yeah. come through so we're still waiting on that but in the meantime it's winter it's cold um, you know um, I can imagine people with health issues their health issues are getting worse over winter so we're sort of out there at the moment just starting to work out who needs what and, and gather some volunteers. So you're in the early stages of developing this network now this essentially is a network of, of volunteers. Yes, very much. Uh, what are you off, what do you hope to be able to offer in terms of service to people in this kind of situation? Yeah, so um, dog walking. So for the people that aren't able to get out because they're um, due to their age-related health issues or if they're disabled, um, we can match them up with a volunteer. And the idea is a volunteer in the area. So we're sort of linking people in the community together. Um, also pet feeding, emergency, like for the instance, like cats. If the person has to go to hospital suddenly, we can step in and start you know, attending to their cat. Um, and also thinking along the lines of um, when the owner passes away, we can assist with rehoming the animal as well if they don't have any family that's able to take the pet in. That must be a concern. I mean, you're dealing potentially with people, particularly with people with terminal illnesses, mm. Um you know, it's wonderful to be able to keep that connection with the animal, but there must be a concern not only from, I guess, fr- from out from outside looking at that situation, thinking, "Gosh, what's going to happen to that pet?" But it could be a very stressful situation for someone who is going through a terminal illness uh, as to what's going to happen with Fido when they pass on. Yeah, and I think a lot of um, the elderly sort of 
delay going into hospital when they need to because no one's there for their pets to help support them. So um, a lot of the times their pets are all they've got. Um, they provide such companionship and love for them. And um, there's so many health benefits for um, people owning pets and caring for them. Um, and tell us a little bit about that. Have you done done a bit of sort of informal research? I in have, area? I have definitely. Um, and just you know, through my own personal experiences, um, it's so rewarding owning a pet. You know, um, there's lots of research out there about the health benefits for the likes of um, lowering blood pressure, um, lessening stress, that type of thing. Get, um, give it, giving people an, a motivation to get out of bed in the morning. So if they had nobody there. Um, the more likely to stay in bed or not be as motivated to get up, get moving, care for that animal, um, just keeps them going, yeah. Part of uh, your focus here obviously is on maintaining the connection with the animal, but it's not just the practicalities of providing feeding and 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 care, it's also actually maintaining the health of the animal as well. You mentioned that, that sometimes it becomes uh, the case that, that animals have become sedentary because they're their owners are absolutely, and we're we're also there from you know a point of view of connecting the the person with the community and having you know someone to talk to and someone that comes in and is is helpful and caring to them. But also from the animal welfare point of view, where we can also keep an eye on the health of the animal, try and help maybe the animal lose some weight if the dog's not able to get up. You know, walking, we can start providing some health advice. Hopefully, getting some vet nurses on board that could go around and do some just very basic health checks as well. One of the issues I imagine is going to be connecting with those people in need. Have you thought about how people will come to your service and find out about it? Yep, so we're just starting um, off slowly until we start getting some funding, but we will be advertising a lot more. Um, I've made connections with the hospital and the hospice already, so the word is starting to spread. Um, We were in the Star the other week, and that certainly brought a few people out um, to inquire about our service, so... We will, it will be more word of mouth and mm. we'll, we'll be getting out into the community a lot more once we've got some funding. And But right now the drive is really to get other volunteers on board. You want to Absolutely. essentially to have a list as long as you are, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> a database, definitely, of volunteers and we can sort of, you know, we won't want, don't want to burden anyone with having to travel across town to go feed a pet. We want to make the links within the community, so in your neighbourhood. Um, so we've got that sense of everybody looking out for each other in the neighbourhood. So, yeah. Okay, so essentially you're looking for people who can offer a little bit of time, perhaps on a relatively short notice basis, because yep. that's going to kind of arise, I suppose, isn't it, potentially at quite short notice on, on occasions. Absolutely. To be able to, anything from sort of popping in and feeding the cat mm-hmm. to taking a dog uh, on, a, on a walk. Yep. Um, in terms of a commitment of time, you know, anything that you want to say about that in terms of what you expect your volunteers to be able to offer? Yep, so certainly with our dog walking, which seems to be um, the most popular at the moment with what people want to help with, it doesn't have to be, you know, an everyday commitment, rain, hail or shine. It's, you know, these these animals essentially aren't used to getting out regularly and walking anyway, so a walk one or t- once or twice a week to begin with is absolutely fine, mm. definitely. Um, with pet feeding, it's we haven't had any requests for that yet, so it's hard to know like what sort of commitment we need, but um, it's definitely short-term. It's not going to be an ongoing, you know, you must go every every day for a month, that type of thing. It's just, it'll be on a case-by-case basis, but having people available on a database would be so good that we can call upon them, yeah. In general, the vets and things you've spoken to, they're all, they're supporting what you're doing. 
Um, I have spoken to Humanimals and they're certainly very keen to help us out. So um, I'll be in discussions with them hopefully soon just to see what else we can work in with them. Um, but it's more, the more people that I've been in touch really are the, um, the health, the human health side of things at the moment. Yeah. But the SPCA are also very supportive and of us as well, so that's good. Well, I think it sounds like a fabulous idea. How can people get in touch with you, Laura, if they want to be able to offer a little bit of their time? Yep, so we do have a website, which is www.petguardiannetwork.com. We have a Facebook page as well, which is just Pet Guardian Network. And, um, or you can give me a call. Um, my cell phone's 021-296-4249, or um, home number's 487-8850. All right, uh, you can get in touch with the Targo Access Radio. If you didn't get those numbers, we'll get them down. Also, the podcast of this interview will go up in the next day or so, and uh, you can uh, find out more about uh, what Pet Guardian Network has to offer. Hey, uh, thanks, Laura, for coming in this morning. All the very Fair best nice. with what sounds like a wonderful uh, service for the community. Another example of Dunedin providing uh, some much-needed assistance on a voluntary basis and doing good things. 28 minutes to 9 o'clock. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.